Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to talk, I don't know what to call this episode. We'll call it rankings, right Jeff? Week 8 rankings, but we've got some a little bit of rankings talk, some questions from some of the listeners some of the followers on uh, Instagram about some start sit stuff and maybe even a couple trade questions. And then as always, as we do on Thursdays, we'll throw out some of our point spread picks, which last week, Jeff, 10, three and one for you on point spread. Well, what trying to make my way back big, big week. I went seven, six and one. So I'm now 50 and 50 and six on the year and you're 48 and 52 and six. So we're close now. So well, that we're going to not too bad, really. We'll get, we'll do we'll do this all year long and then end up just being fifty percent. So, pretty much how it works, I guess. Who would have guessed? Las Vegas knows how to pick odds really well. <laughs> I guess so. Well, hey, wait, we're getting there. Both five. I think this that was the best week by far any of us have had the ten three and one. So we'll go over that at the end of the show. So let's just do some rankings talk here a little bit. I'll just we're not going to go through like our actual ranks too much. If you want to see them. Go to Instagram. I'll have them posted up um, Thursday afternoon. And also, you can go to our website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. Click rankings. Both our rankings are up there. You can go check out exactly where we have everybody, which we we'll, we rank, I mean, wait, pretty much every player. So you go check it out if you want to, if we didn't mention your player. So but quickly, I think we both have what? Patrick Mahomes, number one this week over Aaron Rodgers, which is, I guess, what it is. This it, Mahomes is better than Rodgers for fantasy purposes currently. And Rodgers is playing at the Rams. Oh. Yeah, I mean, both kind of have a difficult matchup, but Mahomes has looked so unbelievably good. That offense is really humming. I mean, I, I don't yeah, have any good. Yeah, any well, issue with people putting Rodgers ahead of him, but my gosh, <laughs> Mahomes is on fire. But just a couple quick players. like So Andy Dalton, I see that you ranked Andy Dalton ninth this week. So last week's just disappointment after we ranked him higher isn't isn't – taking you away too much from the good matchup against Tampa yet? No, not yet. Uh, I know he had a, a disappointing week, but um, Tampa Bay hasn't been good. And Andy Dalton still has quite a few weapons, A.J. Green. Um, I like Uzma and Mixon's back in it. I, I'm going to give him a pass, if you will, and you know, believe that, uh, <laughs> that I think if you play him, you get the average. And last week just <laughs> was one of those weeks that will pull it down a little bit. So... I pull up your running back ranks and how <laughs> would you have ever thought at one point in this season you would have, let's see, well, James Conner now, but beginning of the year, James Conner's your fourth running back. James White, seven, Marlon Mack, nine, and Philip Lindsay, <clears throat> 10. <laughs> I honestly could tell you that if you told me two of those names, I would say yeah, right. it's never going to happen. You know, one of them, you're like, First of all, if you would have told me Philip Lindsay, you would have like on <laughs> August first, you would have been like, "Who?" Yeah, exactly. So. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, Marlon Mack might be the only one I was like, "Oh, okay, good." Yeah, he uh, he, he finally out, produced. Right? Yeah, <laughs> everyone else, I'm, I would be blown away by. Yeah, and I have uh, I I have James White seventh this week. I mean, and no Sony Michelle, he's been good. He playing against Buffalo, so I have him seventh. I had uh, let's see, I had Marlon Mack eleventh, which not too far off, and I Philip Lindsay thirteenth. So they're all. All really, really good options this week. That's the state of the running back group, I guess. There's uh, two players in particular I'm interested in where they are. They're both rookies. 
Where do you have Carrion Johnson and where do you have Nick Chubb? So I have Carrion Johnson ninth this week. Ooh. What a ninth. And Nick Chubb is 12th. Yeah, so. Very close to mine, but wow, Carrion. So you're completely buying in, or at least this week. How- yeah, I, I like I like Carrion. I think he. The thing is, he's not getting quite the volume, maybe, but he's doing pretty well when he gets anything out there. And I mean, we say it all the time, but the running back ranks, the running back group is relatively weak. You kind of take what you get, and Carrion's one of the guys that you at least have somewhat confidence in. Yeah, it's weird. I'm looking, just looking again. Like, yeah, you could add carry on to that list of those other guys and Nick Chubb. Just a couple of weeks ago, we wouldn't have made this list like this. It's changed a lot. Well, even um, Isaiah Crowell is going to be moving up. He probably, I, I think he had him lower in your ranks, but he, he does he move up with the news that Powell is now out? Do you think you'd end up moving him up a little bit? I, I might move him up a few spots. My big thing with him, because I, I think I have him 23rd right now. Yep. Um, and that was before the Powell news. But he is going against Chicago as well. I don't expect a big game from him, but he probably will move up, I would probably say, about five spots, though. I mean, because everyone right there is really, really close. And you're talking about um, – and that might change a little bit, too, because I don't really know what to do with Hyde. Um, so, obviously – but uh, Chris Carson, Latavius Murray, Lamar Miller, n- no one that I feel particularly good about, but they have been playing better football um, the past few weeks. So that's kind of where I have Crowell sitting. So we'll go over some quick questions people had on on Instagram for us. We got Noah. This is just start-sit question. So I think we we pretty much have determined the answer already from figuring out where some of these guys are ranked. So was, he was just basically wanted to know which two running backs to start. Do you start Latavius Murray? Carry on Johnson or James Conner. So I'd go Connor and Johnson. I think you're the same right now. Murray's a good play, but those other two are better. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's how we rank them, and I think that would be the exact order. You would have to put them as well. It's almost like a, a question like this, though, with those, those three running backs, and it's weird because I see those three names. I'm like, oh, yeah, good three really good options. It, <laughs> <does> that, <laughs> it's, right. like, it's like the zero running back strategy in drafts looks pretty uh um, enticing right now yeah i mean you can't argue with that that is a keen observation i mean think about that if you went running or wide receiver heavy you're probably feeling pretty good because you got you know the the top wide receivers have all for the most part been pretty good and you could have picked up these kind of running backs it's a interesting thing to think about next year i guess i mean it doesn't happen all the time but i mean doesn't it feel like every year once you get to be about this point, there's, there's these random running back names now that have moved their way up? Uh, there's Yeah, there are always a few. I mean, the question is, you know, did someone have them on their roster for a handcuff or whatever reason? Were you able to actually get your hands on them? Because, yeah. you know, we do say that, and that is very true. I mean, you named a few that are perfect cases. But at the same time, if you look at, like, the top six you know, out of the top 10, seven of those people were really highly touted anyway. True. Yeah, the top ones are, you know, they're still there. They're the good ones. So how about this? We got TJ. Quick flex question. Asking, should I start Will Fuller, Julian Edelman, or Matt Breida? So basically, it comes down to me, because Breida has been hurt, and I don't trust the guy right now. Fuller or Edelman? Which one 
are you ranking higher this week? I have really close. Yeah, I have Will Fuller a little bit higher. Um, I do too, just by a couple spots. So I think Buffalo is a a toss up, but (laughs) I think Buffalo is a better defense. I think Will Fuller has bigger up potential because he could catch a long bomb. Edelman did catch a touchdown already being back. So I don't think either of them are horrible plays, but I would go with the the larger upside. And I think that's Will Fuller in my in my mind. So Michael asks us, should we start T should he start T. Y. Hilton or Robert Woods? Ooh, that now that is a very I do have Robert Woods ranked higher. I that do was, too. That one's very but, difficult for me because I feel like Hilton because he's been hurt, even though he did catch that touchdown, uh, that's still lingering in my head. I, I do like Hilton better, but Woods has been just on fire. So I, I I don't know. My heart says Hilton, but looking at the stats, I had to go Woods. Yeah, I went Woods slightly, but it's a toss-up for me. I'm good with either. Um, Man, Woods has just been really good. He has, yeah, without doubt. And obviously Cooper Cup, once again, yep. most likely you're not going to play. Yep. Yeah, so I, I think I might just slightly lean Woods, and Green Bay's defense isn't anything to worry about, so that might be the play. So for a flex question here, would you go Kenyon Drake or Jimmy Graham? Just uh, hard to compare those, I feel like, but I never know what to do when you get a tight end in a flex question, especially when it's like a Kenyon Drake type, which doesn't it worries me right now. But I think I still go Drake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's, yeah. it's I Graham against against the Rams. I mean, he is going to be a top ten tight end for me, but it's not very hard to be. You just have to be kind of just maybe catch a three balls, and I might move you into my top ten at tight end right now. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And yeah, I would go Drake. He he has been a little disappointing this year, but doesn't. I mean. I think he still has a, a better upside of scoring more than Graham. I mean, Graham hasn't done anything out of the out of the ordinary in order for me to play him. How about a trade question from Chandler? He he says he he actually just he made this deal already. So he traded away Golden Tate and Mike Williams, and he picked up Juju. Good trade for him. Yeah, it's a great trade. I think so too. I like that deal. I mean, I like Golden Tate, but to me, this trade is Golden Tate for Juju Smith Schuster. I don't even think about Mike Williams part of it. Yeah, he's not in the in the reference. So who is a better wide receiver who has in, more upside and a better offense? Uh, you know, Juju all day. Yeah. Yep. So we got a question here that says, should I start Chris Carson or Jordan Howard? Chris uh, Carson, Jordan Howard. Is a very good question. And it I would is. love to know the answer to that, Craig. <laughs> I am still gonna go Jordan Howard. It's and at some point here, I'm going to stop 100% just having him up here and move him way down. He did get the touchdown last week. So going against the Jets, nothing scary there. I will go Howard right now. I don't, and part of it is I don't always know how Seattle's going to use those running backs. I mean, it would, I wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden you told me Chris Carson had two carries next week and Rashad Penny had 18. I wouldn't be surprised the way. Pete Carroll does things sometimes. So I'll just take Howard. Yeah, I, I have Howard ranked higher as well. And I, I get the question because Detroit has been so poor against the run that you're thinking, hey, if Chris Carson is going to get, you know, 15, 20 carries, which you know, who knows, maybe he will. Maybe he'll get that 15, 
that mark. Uh, he probably will do pretty well, but I still like Howard, and especially against the Jets, I think that they'll have a little more time to run. If they get around the goal line, you know he's going to get a shot at it. They showed it last week. Um, that offense is starting to do better and better, and I think that will actually help Howard because once again, the red zone, uh, his value just skyrockets. So we had another trade question come in. This one actually involves Jordan Howard again, but it's Nick Chubb in Jordan Howard for Christian McCaffrey in Austin Ekelar. So Howard man. and Chubb for McCaffrey and Ekelar. Yeah. I feel like, okay. And I, I wanted, I wish, let's see, actually, and I have part of the other roster here. So he actually sent me his other, his, his number one running back is Todd Gurley. So if he traded away Chubb and Howard, he would turn his team into a, it would be Gurley McCaffrey for him. Wide receivers right now are Diggs, Evans, Tyler Boyd. So he would, and he also has carry on Johnson. Yep. I'm doing it. I think I'm doing it. I like Chubb, but I think at this point I'd rather have, I'd rather start McCaffrey over Chubb. So I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. This one is tough for me because I'm, I'm truly, I'm wondering well, think, in a week or is, two. I'll tell you, I got this whole roster here. This is okay. what his roster will be if he gets McCaffrey in here. So I went over some of it, but at quarterback, Pat Mahomes. Running back, Todd Gurley, Christian McCaffrey. Wide receivers, Diggs, Evans. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Flex, probably like a carry on Johnson or Tyler Boyd. Probably carry on Johnson. Rams D, Stephen Goskowski. Is he playing? I don't even know what kind of six-team league maybe here. He's pretty set. He is. I, I mean. Oh, wait, oh, wait. He also has Devontae Adams. Oh, my gosh. What are you playing with three teams? What is happening right now? Right. I, I Truly, I, I still don't know about that. I Obviously, I like McCaffrey, and right now I think he is the safer play. But if you look at Chubb, <laughs> and I'm, insane, I'm, inf- I'm inferring a lot. But if you look at yep. Chubb and how they used Hyde, and then just that one game, they gave him 18 carries. He got in the end zone. Hyde was scoring a touchdown a game pretty much. It doesn't look like they're going to change how they use him. I mean, I think, and Hyde was obviously, he outscored McCaffrey. I mean, it's just the way it was. Uh, he's still ahead of him technically with that, you know, getting a, a goose egg, that last one. It is close. Don't get me wrong. If this is a PPR, you take McCaffrey all day. If this is standard, I'm actually leaning Chubb, and then you also have Howard in case any injury happens. So yeah. I I actually go the other way, but it is extremely close, and I'm I'm going you know taking a little leap of faith on Chubb as well. So I just had uh, another question came in. It says I drafted Delvin Cook number three in the draft this year. Oh, so sorry for, for you, man. Sydney's at three and four right now. He said he just heard he's going to be out till week eleven. Says now since I've had him on my bench this week too, should I drop him now? Thinking he's not going to play at a high level again? No, you can't drop him. <laughs> Sucks, but you can't. I don't. There's no way, right? I, I don't think I could. I would still be holding out hope that that I could use him. Uh, or something. I can't drop him. I, there's no way. And who, it's okay. Who, if somebody dropped him in our league, I would. I would pick him up. In, I would pick him up right, right away. And who are you dropping him for? I guess that would be the question too. Yeah. I, I, I have a hard time believing that you don't have someone else you can drop for a, a waiver claim. Yep, I think you, you have to keep him. So one another trade question, actually. 
Christian McCaffrey trading away Christian McCaffrey to pick up Tevin Coleman and Isaiah Crowell. No, 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 not no. a chance. No, right? You just I, no. My, I'm, can't do it. I'm like panicking thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, okay. I and once again, yeah. what, what are your feelings about Crowell? Because I know this is what people are looking at, right? You look at his yeah. overall points, and right now he is ranked the tenth and best running back. So Powell's out, so he's the guy now, right? Maybe. I mean. Elijah McGuire is really close to coming back, probably, I would think. Yeah, I feel like anytime we say they're close to coming back is a kiss of death. <laughs> right. I still haven't seen heard, heard anything about Deontay Foreman. So. Or Fournette. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> or Cook. I just, I'm not the biggest fan of Isaiah Crowell, but he, he's, a, he's in this running back landscape right now. He's a, very, he's, he's a very solid play, but Christian McCaffrey's just better. And. McCaffrey's better than the two combined. You just have to go McCaffrey. I don't even. I I, I feel okay starting Crowell in during these bye weeks and stuff, but you know he's going to put together one of those ten yard games at some point here. So I think it's he's up there and he's up there in the ranks right now, but I don't think it's it's, it's kind of a. I don't think it's realistic for him to continue that that one huge game. I. I don't know. Just not a not a big Isaiah Crowell fan. I'm not either. And really, what it came down to was, I mean, really two games, right? And he torched yeah. Detroit, who everyone's torching Detroit. And then he had that one giant game, which I'm assuming you're talking about against Denver, right? Fifteen two nineteen with a touchdown. Yep. Um, you know, th- their offense is so up and down that I, I much le- I'd much much rather have McCaffrey. Um, even moving forward, and I get it. He's outscored him so far, and he had Powell in the backfield. But I'm still holding the belief that McCaffrey will be better than him uh, at the end of the day. And I think he will be more consistent, which I think will help you win down this playoff stretch. And here's a, here's a, uh, a waiver question here from Eugene. He actually emailed us in. Should I drop Keenan Allen for John Brown, Traquan Smith, or Geronimo Allison? No. no. <laughs> right? It's just... You know, we're we're pretty quick on those ones. These these some I I this doesn't happen in our leagues. I don't really see it, but I do know people they panic. The players aren't doing what they wanted to do. But you know what you do other than you don't drop him. You trade him. You can trade him. Someone out there is going to want him. I mean, yeah, and- there's somebody in your league that's going to. I I would want Keenan Allen for a buy low price. So if you're willing to drop Keenan Allen, I'm sure you're willing to sell or trade off Keenan Allen for something of some kind of value. There's somebody that would trade for him. I would do it. I'd give you something. Oh yeah, I, w- I would trade for him right now. If and I would probably go after him if he wasn't on yeah. an individual in our league that is is impossible to trade with. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at his numbers too, I know he can't get in the end zone. I, that he's, sucks. But he's but fine. He is doing fine, and he, the amount of catches he gets, the yardage he puts up. I mean, he doesn't even have to break out of a slump for him to skyrocket up the charts. And really, touchdowns is the only thing that is keeping him from, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think how quickly could he actually make it up. So right now, in standard, he has about 59 points. I mean, yeah. If, I mean, yeah, it, it's been a little brutal touchdown-wise. But, you know, he's not that far off from being like a Brandon Cooks or a Tyler Boyd even. Right? Yeah, he's not. He's fine. He's going to be fine. You just can't you try, try to trade him, if anything, but yeah, you can't can't drop a player like that, especially for those other three. Those other three guys, I mean, I, I like John Brown. I like Traquan Smith. I like Geronimo Allison. 
but I like Keenan Allen much more. There's just can't drop some. I mean, the problem is people sometimes look at where they drafted a guy. And so the disappointment is very real there with Keenan Allen, probably getting him in the second round. So you're disappointed. You're, you're not happy with how the year has been going. But if you would have drafted him later on, you'd be perfectly fine with it. And you wouldn't be even thinking of dropping him. So I don't know. You just got to ride it, ride with it. And he had a strong second half of last season. We could see that again. It's a very good point. He really did turn it around about after, I think it was like week five, but still it was huge, huge turnaround and rivers will go to him. So final question we have here before we'll jump over to point spreads. So we got ultimate 12th E Brown. He says he's looking for a wide receiver tandem featuring Adam Thielen. He has Adam Thielen right now. And which great. You have Adam Thielen. He says his wide receiver two right now is Juju Smith Schuster. He's solid, but he feels like he should acquire somebody better, which, you know, I think you're pretty set right there with Thielen and Juju. I would say that that's he says, should I, good. he was looking to maybe try to get like Emmanuel Sanders, but no Juju or Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, I hate this. I still like Juju better. Me too. And maybe that's our bias against Emmanuel Sanders, which well, is weird, which I don't know why we have it, but we do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's really crazy. Emmanuel Sanders is ranked number three right now. Yeah. I just feel like he is. Over he he has he has been so good. I mean, yeah, I'm probably wrong on that one. But <laughs> looking at his numbers, we might be. at the same time, I, I don't know why. I just I'm I look at Emmanuel Sanders and I'm like, there's no way he can keep up that crazy production. And or he said, except other than Sanders, maybe AJ Green, which of course I'd love yes, to get AJ Green. Yeah, 100%. But if you could trade Juju in something to get AJ Green, sure. But here are some of the players he has, and tell me if you think there it's any way possible you could pull off Juju in one of these guys for AJ. So Ito Smith, Carlos Hyde, Austin Eckelar, Will Fuller, Christian Kirk, not going to happen, right? No. And so it's just, it's not going to happen. So actually, if, if you really believe it, Emmanuel Sanders is better though. You could, could you trade Juju and Carlos Hyde and get Sanders? That's probably very possible. You could easily do that. Yeah, I think if they need a running back, I mean, I don't know who thinks that you could probably trade Juju for Emmanuel Sanders straight up on some people. I mean, very possible. Yeah, the the but, difficult part, is there a different wide receiver that doesn't have quite the name, right? A.J. Green yeah. carries a lot of weight behind his name. Is he there does. An- another one that is better than Juju that you could actually make that trade for? I'm looking and I'm having a difficult time, but I'm thinking maybe you would be able to see one. Hmm. Let, let me just let me take a glance here again right. and just see what I think. I, I, Other yep. than, yeah. AJ, yeah. yeah, they're saying the name is just, it's too much, right? It's, at least I believe so. It seems to be. I mean, maybe you could trade, could you trade Juju and pick up Robert Woods and think that's a better deal? Uh, that is a name. I don't know that, if I do think it's a better deal. I don't know. I don't know if I would do that either, but he has been performing either. better. I think my big thing on this as well, you're, you're looking to, Get yourself in the best position possible, obviously, because you're thinking about trading a good wide receiver for a great one. I'm guessing you're thinking playoffs. Um, at this point, too, I would look through any wide receiver that you think is going to be you know, that guy and look at the playoff schedule and match him up against the defenses you feel best about. Because it, it could be the fact that you go out and you get A.J. Green, and I haven't looked at the schedules, but I'm just saying. It could be AJ Green has three very difficult matchups against the number one CB, and Juju actually has Easy Street. And you're you're trading someone who maybe scores a little more during the year, but has 
a long road for the three games you'd actually be playing for for your title. Yep. Yep. I don't. I mean, I think, but I just think Thielen and Juju are wait are perfectly fine. I I mean, I love those two. I really do. But yeah, I I don't mind shopping Juju for something, but don't don't just trade him for nothing. You know, get a good deal. And I don't know. See, maybe Sanders is better, but. I, I still well, has, I mean, he has been better this year, but so far. But at the yeah. same time, yeah, so far. <laughs> but I mean, that I don't know. It, it's hard to say because I, I look at Juju and I look at his numbers, and what does he have? He has six games, four of which he's received or caught over a hundred yards, and he he only has two touchdowns. But really, he has one game. I guess two games that are under double digits. One against Baltimore, and the other one, so, you know, that's a very good defense. And then Atlanta, who he got 9.4 against, and they were really trying to get the ball to Antonio Brown. Um, You know, compared to Emmanuel Sanders, who has an extra game on him, um, three touchdowns, very similar, but, you know, he has a few more catches, but really he hasn't had the yardage. I don't know. I, I think at the end of the year, I still like Juju. I do. Me too. I want Juju. I, I, that's why I would, I just stay pat with Thielen and Juju. I think you're fine there. I think that's a good, good group there. All right. I think that's going to do it for questions. So we should jump over, do our point spread picks so that we see if you can keep your hot streak going, the 10, three and one here. Let's Maybe. do it. We'll see. But once again, our point spreads segment brought to you by my bookie, go check out my bookie, use the promo code profit. They'll match your first deposit up to a thousand dollars. So you can go make, some bets in there. I mean, should do some NBA stuff now too. We got NBA going. Our, our Pistons, Pistons just won three and zero. Big baby. overtime win, three and zero. Blake Griffin scored fifty. Look pretty good. I'm We're looking unstoppable. <laughs> they're just getting our hopes up. But you could go, you know, do some, do a little NBA bet. That's a little harder for me than NFL. I feel like I can NFL. I think I get pretty well. Yeah, actually, actually even college. I'd rather. I like college. No, by, by, the, by the end of this podcast, when you have a, a moment, would you actually look up the uh, betting odds to bet on the Warriors winning a title? I would like to laugh at how uh, how poor those odds are. Yeah, you can you can do that. You can shoot. You can I can I can bet on the presidential election right now. So for bet on 2020. It's ridiculous. You can do all that. Have some fun with it. Go to check out my bookie. Use that promo code profit again. P R O P H E T. And I'll have to find I'll find that. Uh, that line there for the um, Warriors, see what you'd actually have to, <laughs> I mean, they have to be just heavy, heavy favorites, I'm sure. So let me pull up the list here. Okay, here we go. Thursday night, it's Miami at Houston. So Miami at Houston, Thursday night. Houston, seven and a half point favorites. Seven and a half for Houston. Are they really that good? I know, I was like, <laughs> I was... I mean, they they finally did come back, and they're doing better. Seven and a half. Right? That's seven. Man, it's a Thursday night game. So the road team on no, Thursday no, night. No, I'm going. I'm going Miami. You are. I I think I'm going to go Houston. I it's going to be Osweiler again. Okay, you go Miami. I'll go. I mean, I should listen to you. You went ten and three last week, so we'll see. You still Philly, have a better record. <laughs> Philly and Jacksonville. They're playing in London. Eagles are three point favorites. Oh, so, you know what? I'm going 
Philadelphia right now because Jacksonville just. I need to see some improvement right there. That offense is pretty poor right now. Yeah, I agree. I'm going Philly as well. Yeah, just I I got to see it now from Jacksonville before I decide to, you know, take them in a closer game like that. So we got Cleveland at Pittsburgh. So at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh eight and a half point favorites. Eight and a half for Pitt. I'm going to go Pitt. Eight and a half. Pittsburgh at home. I feel good about them. Yeah, I think that's. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cleveland. You just you like Cleveland for some reason, don't you? I yeah. I just like the uh, the point spread in this one. I don't think they haven't been losing by a whole lot, and that's pretty much what I think it will continue to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game up: Kansas City in Denver. Kansas City at home against Denver. Ten point favorites. The Chiefs are. I'm going with I'm the Chiefs. Go- yeah, me too. <laughs> they're they're good. They're just good. Denver. Denver can be good at times, but Kansas City is just too good. Jets at Chicago. Chicago seven point favorites. Seven point favorites for Chicago here. Hmm. It's, I don't know. Chicago. Yeah, I'll go Chicago. I'll go Chicago. They're at home. Touchdown favorite. I'm going to go with them. <laughs> think, think about the Jets, aren't you? No, I'm going to go Chicago. I, I was <laughs> thinking about it, but uh, I think that defense is too good. Washington at the Giants. Washington's a one-point favorite, so basically a pick I'm here. Washington at the Giants. I'm going to go Washington. I think they've been okay. Giants just, nah, they disappoint me. They, they Good games from Beckham and Barkley, but that's about all you get from them. Yeah, I but know. they're at home, so maybe you think they're going to win they're, this. They're at home. I they have been playing terrible, but Beckham and Barkley have looked so good, and this is like an in-conference rivalry. I think that they absolutely need this win. I'm going to go Giants. All right. I'll mark you down. <laughs> Seattle at Detroit. Detroit, three-point favorites. I'm going Lions. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I can't pick they against them anymore. In. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I'm, I'm buying in. It's not good. My hopes are getting up. I Shouldn't, should I? I'm going to be disappointed here at the end of the, the season, Jeff. And like oh. all the rest of the years of my life. Maybe. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, only a few wins, but all of a sudden in the back of my head, I have that stupid voice that's like, he knows what he's doing. He's building a team. Like we're, we're finally Feels getting like rolling. We're finally having kind of a run game. We're finally spreading the ball around. Galladay, he's the real deal. Like these are the things going through my head. Plus, they just, we just made gotta, a nice trade I there. I was going to say that that was a big trade. He is. A good defensive player. Hopefully, he uh, he is when oh, he comes man. to the Lions. <laughs> this is the life of a Lions fan. Hopes get up. <laughs> so it doesn't take a whole Just lot to get a, to get up to get us going. We're three and three, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that is a that is a beautiful thing for us. All right, we got Tampa at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's four and a half point favorites. They just were looked terrible the other night, but. Kansas City makes people do that. They make people look terrible. Yeah, I uh, I'm going Cincinnati on this one. I'm, I'm yeah, buying I'm into the bounce back. Yeah, I think so too. They I don't think they can look that poorly again. What was that point spread? Four and a half. Yep, I'll go with it. Yeah, Baltimore at Carolina. Carolina are the underdogs. Baltimore's two point favorites at Carolina. 
I, I'm going to go with the Panthers here. I'm going to take the two points. I would like to, but Baltimore has looked really good. I'm going to go Baltimore. See, it's another one of these. It's like Emmanuel Sanders, Baltimore Ravens, those kind of thing, players, teams. I don't know why. I don't buy in. I, I don't either. Their defense is so freaking good, though. They and are. They really, are. after watching a little bit of Carolina, I absolutely, obviously love Cam Newton and, and, you know, McCaffrey and all their pieces, but I feel like they keep having to come back in that, like, the final five minutes. And I feel like against the Ravens, if they try to pull that, it's not going to happen. Here we go with, let's see, Indianapolis at Oakland. Colts are three-point favorites on the road at Oakland. I'll take Indy. Me too. <laughs> that Oakland is, a, is Oakland yeah. is a dumpster fire right now. I, yeah, they are. I mean, that uh, old John Gruden thing might not, might not work out right now. Maybe. Maybe they're building for the future. Got a lot of first-round picks. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah, I, you, gotta, I, you gotta pick the right guys though. Now, I do really. I actually think that uh, trading Cooper is the right move, but the I Khalil so, Mack too. thing I think was insane. <laughs> yep. So we got San Francisco at Arizona. Arizona one point favorites at home against the Forty ers New offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich now for the Cardinals. Byron Leftwich, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Cardinals, Cardinals versus 49ers, you say? Yeah, Cardinals going, at home. I'm going 49ers. Okay. Here's an interesting one, just because this is a large point spread for the Packers to be down. Packers at Rams. Rams nine-point favorites. Green Bay doesn't usually have <laughs> give up this many points. Have, you know, get, this, get the Packers and nine points. Is this the game the Rams finally lose? Or if not lose, just it's a th- close game? Man, that is no, a... I'm going to go Packers. I'm, I'm, yeah, I think so. Or the yeah, Rams I go too Packers good. as well. No, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I don't, don't say, I'm not saying they're going to win, but yeah, I think exactly. That, I think, I yeah. think this one will be closer. And with Rodgers, even if they're 10 point, you know, going into the fourth, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a field goal game. New Orleans at Minnesota. So we got a what rematch of that playoff game last year? All right, New and Orleans, so Minnesota. Let me guess: is New Orleans three and a half point favorites? No, Minnesota one point favorites. What? Oh, I take New Orleans then. Yeah, me too. I, I I'm just gonna go with the Saints here. And again, I'm I guess I'm hoping that Minnesota loses. Get the Lions up there. Lions gonna be first place before you know it. Yeah, New Orleans in the final playing. game. This is Monday Night Football this week. New England at Buffalo is your Monday night game. Hold on. Let me guess this one. <laughs> I don't know. Nine and a half. New England. 14. Oof, man. I was going. I'm going New England. I can't hopeful. wait to watch Derek Anderson play for Buffalo on Monday night football. <laughs> 14. It's so brutal. It is, but uh, yeah, I got, I'm going New England though. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I mean, if, if, even if they had Allen in there and they had fourteen, I would take Buffalo, but I can't do it. I mean, New England, Derek Anderson. Shoot, this guy. When's the last time he actually was like a starter in the NFL? It's been a long time. Two thousand ten was his last year where he started more than two games. It's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, the Colts just what was it was it Colts that just beat him. Yeah, thirty-seven yeah. to five. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll take I'll take fourteen in the pits. All right, so. 
that's it for point spreads this week. Hey, want to? Okay, I'll tell you what the the Warriors lines here. How about that? Oh yeah, what is that? So I just say if you do a ten, let's say you did a ten dollar bet on the Warriors to win, just ten bucks, but ten bucks down for the Warriors to win the NBA Finals, you'd win five dollars and seventy one cents. That's it. If you would say the next best Celtics, if you bet ten dollars on the Celtics to win the NBA Finals, you'd win fifty five. <laughs> if you put ten dollars on the Rockets to win. The NBA Finals, you win 90. So, not a very good bet to even bet the <laughs> Golden State right now. If you bet, oh, and want to know what you'd do, how much you'd win if you put $10 on the Pistons? I'd uh, be a rich man, I assume. 1500 Not too shabby. Right? I might just do that just because. <laughs> right? No, okay, I can't be that stupid. <laughs> yeah, the Warriors, they're heavy, heavy favorites. But hey, go to my bookie, you can. You know, play around with some of that stuff, and if you bet on the Sacramento Kings to win the NBA Finals, put your put a one dollar bet, you'd win yourself five hundred. Ten dollar <laughs> bet give you five thousand. Uh, but I think that would be throwing your money away, so don't do that. But I think that's going to do it for our rankings, mailbag, point spread, you know, episode, however we want to call it. But we'll be back with our Thursday night game which is Houston-Miami. We both picked again. Jeff picked Miami. I picked Houston, so we'll see how that goes. I didn't really – Jeff didn't really pick Miami, did you? Just yeah, I keep t- it close. Yeah, I picked their uh, point spread. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys later. 